Hey there, friends, and welcome to episode 142 of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. Today, we are going to be talking about this idea that what got you here won't get you there. There being whatever kind of new habit you're trying to create. But we're also going to talk about why it's important that we don't swing the pendulum too far in that process because that kind of brings up a whole bunch of other stuff. So we're going to dive into that just after this. Hi, and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live and move through a lens of self-kindness. We'll look at the ways self-kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. Episode 142, and I'm going to attempt to keep this one pretty short because I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, I am a little bit under the weather. Um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about today, this idea that what got you here won't get you there. And I do really spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, habits and change. And part of the reason for that is because so often the feedback that I get from people and clients and um, people who are kind of in my world is that they want to be moving more often, but they just don't seem to be able to make it stick or they're not really sure where to start. Um, And they kind of feel stuck in their current way of doing things. And I mean, I get it. Same, (laughs) same, some, some of the time, right? And there's this idea that in order for something to change, something has to change, right? What our current set of habits, our current um, ways of being and doing things in the world, they are the things that are getting us our current outcomes. And so if we want to change something, whether it be that we want to experience less physical tension or we flip it and we talk about wanting to um, move more often, right? They're sort of the same, potentially the same sort of idea um, that in order for that to happen, something has to change because what we're doing right now is not doing that. So this is like evident, right? Like this is, I'm saying something that's very obvious, Um, but oftentimes we think that wanting it is enough, right? Like we think that the intellectual part of it, the knowing part, the like I can ruminate over this for hours on end part is enough to create the change. But the thing is we are creatures who will absolutely fall back into like what we've done before because it's easy and it's efficient and it's known. And so in order for something to change, something has to change if we want things to be different than they are right now. And that doesn't mean that we're looking for a whole scale change, right? So, um, you know, when I kind of consider my day and my life, um, I wouldn't change much if I'm honest. There's probably a few little things that I would change, which include, surprisingly, moving more um, and more consistently in terms of um, having set days. Like I would love to be like, I'll lift weights on certain days and, um, stuff like that. But I I don't currently, I sort of move daily, but it's not, um, terribly structured. I'm not a particularly structured sort of person. Um, and I would like more structured moments of meditation as well. So if they, you know, if I was going to change something, those would be the things. Um, but you know, it's an, it's not enough for me to simply know that that's what I want. 
right? And same with you. If you know that you want to change the way you feel, physically reduce tension, or you're like, I just want to get on the yoga mat more often, um, or whatever it might be, we know that knowing we want it isn't generally enough, right? Something physically has to change. We have to do something differently. And so I want to talk a little bit about this because one of the risks that we have in that process is swinging the pendulum too far, right? So we might have this situation where we're like, okay, right now I don't do any kind of intentional mindful movement through my week. And so we, we take that pendulum. I'm sort of picturing one of those, um, oh, I can never remember what they're called. Are they Newton's, Newton's ball things? Those, those things where you pull one and they go click, clack, click, clack, like a pendulum. Um, we grab that ball and we pull it as far back as we can and we swing it forcefully in the other direction and we kind of like let it hang on the other side, right? So we go from from one extreme to the other. And that can be problematic in its own way. Um, and really what we want to do is we want to find some middle ground. We want to find that place in the middle where we haven't taken an extreme, right? We're kind of hanging out in the middle where it's sustainable because change that's not sustainable will not stick. Um, one of the things that I, what, that got me thinking about this topic, actually very random. I have been watching, um, a series on Netflix called love is blind. And the basic premise behind this show is that there's like men and women who go into these, um, pods to talk to each other, but they can't see each other. And the hope is that they're going to fall in love without, uh, kind of seeing what each other looks like. So they're following, fall, falling in love with the personality of the other person instead of their looks. Anyway, popped one episode on when I was just like wanting something not too heavy to, to watch. Um, and of course now I'm like so curious to see what happens. But the point of that being that it's really interesting to watch those human dynamics because so many explanations for how somebody is or behaves or responds or whatever comes back to them saying, this is just who I am. This is just who I am. I will not change. And it's an interesting thing to consider because yes, there are elements of of who we are that are kind of, they, you know, they maybe feel kind of fixed. A lot of it though, is that we forget we have choice in what we do and who we are and how we behave. And yeah, given, given no external changes, we will default to what we do currently because it's known, it's easy, it's efficient, right? But what if, like on this show, what if, you know, I I watched and I thought, well, what if you wanted to relate to that person differently? What if you wanted to change the way that you were triggered by X, Y, Z? You could do it. It's going to take work though, right? Like it's going to take doing something different to create that change. And it's the same with our movement habits, our self-kindness habits, all of these things, feeling differently in our body. It requires us to show up in a different way because what got us here, what keeps us here is not what will move us somewhere else. And so, um, yeah, sort of, sort of a silly example, but I think something that we can all relate to, right? Like I fall back on that. It's just who I am all the time. Um, so I wanted to give you 
like a few sort of tangible ideas for how to move forward with this. If you're like listening and you're thinking, yeah, you're right. I am falling back on this sort of default um, or I do want something to change, but I'm being very intellectual about it and not very um, perhaps as, as action oriented as I could. And one of the things that I obviously think goes without saying, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, is that all of this, you know, in my opinion, needs to be done through this lens of self-kindness not punishment, not shame, not guilt. You're not changing because what you're doing now is bad, right? You're not changing because you're not enough. You want to feel differently. So that movement habit that you're trying to create, it is so that you are supporting yourself to feel the way that you want to feel, whether that be less tension, more joy, um, more connection with yourself, more self-trust, whatever it might be. This distinction matters because if you're doing it just simply as a way of, you know, sort of striving to be better because you don't, you know, there's that sense that that current you is not enough, I invite you to look for a way to make that more kind because, you know, there's just, we can't be punitive to ourselves in our pursuit of deeper connection with ourselves, Right. Um, in a relationship, if I was in a relationship where someone was sort of treating me in that sort of punitive way, that's not going to deepen my connection with them, right? And we get that when it's external to us, but we somehow fail to see that for ourselves. We, you know, and yes, it might, inc- it might involve you going outside of your comfort zone. Yes, it might involve you having to do things you don't feel like doing um, and to hold yourself accountable and to be self-integral and all these things that are perhaps really uncomfortable sometimes. But it still doesn't have to be punishing, right? There's a difference between feeling kind of punitive and, and punishing versus uh, holding yourself to account through kindness. And so, you know, with this idea of not swinging the pendulum too hard, what I would encourage you to think about and what I'm thinking about too in terms of, you know, these Uh, shifts to my habits that I want to make. What is one small thing that you could actually do, right? Like an actual implementation that feels almost too easy, almost too easy. You're like, would that even count? Would it even matter? Right? So an example might be, um, if you're like, I want to experience less tension, right? I want to actually change how my body feels. Then something that feels almost too easy might be um, taking one minute break from your desk um, to to circle your shoulders and, and do some really simple movement for one minute. And maybe you do it once, right? Maybe you do it once in a day. Maybe you, you it, that feels too, too easy and you could do a couple of times, but it, really we want to make it feel so easy. For me, um, thinking about you know, this desire to kind of have more like almost formal, and I don't love that word, but more formal sort of moments in meditation, I might say, you know what, the only thing that feels easy right now is two minutes of that. Five minutes feels too long, two minutes feels doable. And then we commit to doing that. Your brain will tell you it's not enough to make a difference. But the thing that makes a difference is when we actually show up for something that is different to what we're doing now. And the easiest way to show up for something that is different is to make it really bloody easy, right? Really easy. Because when we have too many barriers in the way, it's so easy to say no. It's so easy just to be like, not today, not today, right? So 
I'm going to wrap this up because I'm realizing I'm starting to feel uh, a little congested as I'm talking. Um, But I hope that that sort of that gives you something to play with in the week ahead. What could you do that is so easy that provides different information or a different experience, knowing that, you know, what you're doing now gives you the results that you have now. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not less than, etc. But if you want to feel something different to the way that you're feeling now, whether it be that deeper sense of self-connection, self-trust, less tension, um, more joy, whatever it might be, then what is one small thing that you can do that takes you almost no time? Or, you know, maybe it takes you more time, but it still feels really easy and start there. You can always, always build on something that's established. But if you swing the pendulum, like, you know, (laughs) um, I can't even think of something funny there, but if you swing the pendulum really hard and it swings off in the other direction so severely that you are, you know, going from, I'm, I'm doing nothing to, um, sort of manage this situation right now. And then, Hey, I'm going to do 11 million hours of this, this week you won't sustain it. It will not feel easy enough and your behavior won't change, right? So how do we create something really small? And then how do we do it through a lens of self-kindness, not punishment? Do not punish yourself into change. You can hold yourself to a higher standard or a different behavior without punishing yourself. And I even, I almost want to reverse that and say like higher standard, like all these things. And this is probably really reflective of you know, my own stuff. Um, all those words for me conjure up punishment. Absolutely. Um, that might not be true for you though. And I'm not going to put my, my issues on you, but like, what language do you need to use for it not to feel punishing, for it not to feel coercive, for it to feel supportive and nurturing. And it is possible for it to feel supportive and nurturing, even if it feels challenging, right? They're not mutually exclusive. It can be both. It can be challenging and nurturing. And it can feel difficult in the moment and you can still know that it's what you want and that it feeds that self-care and self-kindness and self-trust, right? All right, I'm going to leave it there. But if you've got questions, you know where to come and find me. I'm over on Instagram at Erica Webb underscore self-kind. I would love to hear from you. Love, love, love it. If you've got requests for topics, you know, I would love to hear those too. Come on over and DM me. I am always up for a chat. Um, I'll be back next week with a special guest, which I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you. I've got a few lined up actually that are all like super wonderful. Lots of really amazing content coming. So, um, stay tuned for that next week, but until then keep being kind to yourself and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at Erica Webb underscore self kind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye. Bye.